GM, GM, give me just a second, guys. GM. GM, GM, walkie fam. What is going on, sir? GM, GM. GM. How we doing today, fam? How we doing? GM, GM. Oh, man, doing great. <laughs> Dude, I, uh, I have been so freaking swamped trying to, like, button up everything with my like taxes stuff to try to knock it out by October 16th. It's going to happen. It is going to happen. <laughs> but in typical fashion, the procrastination style of things, like some late nights, the past couple of nights, like working on a few things to get there. Just gets a little bit clunkier, even with a good accountant, right? Like it still gets a little bit clunkier when you're talking about on-chain stuff and some other things to just keep track of it all. So I have a feeling my does uh, our taxes mm-hmm. and with NFT stuff and this being the first of really messing with it, it is going to, she is going to murder me. So <laughs> I have no doing. I keep spreadsheets and records of everything and uh, yeah, she's going to kill me. Bro, you know what I like? You know, just I feel like the previous years when I didn't have nearly as much activity, I would just kind of group it together. And this is like what my accountant, you know, that I back then told me to do, too. He wasn't, you know, specialized in crypto, but basically lumped a bunch of shit together, called it various transactions and then just did like the net P&L of whatever it was. Right. Because, you know, I feel like at above or below a certain scale, it's just not worth keeping track of every individual transaction and obviously none of this is whatever advice <laughs> um, but you know the, the the real thing that you need to just do is show that you made an honest effort with all of this stuff right like you know and i i think what's you know taking a crap ton of time for me this time is like i am showing every single transaction on every single wallet every single exchange etc so it just <laughs> takes takes a little bit more time collecting all that i gotta ask how many transactions just ballpark figure you don't have to hit the nail on the head but i just gotta know i mean total between everything um well okay here's the deal though something a lot of people don't realize so the total transactions probably around a million um but the the thing that a lot of people like that number sounds insane right and you know it is but Whenever you make an order, for instance, on a centralized exchange, you know, say that you buy like a million dollars worth of BTC or say that you're trying to buy 10 BTC, right? So you buy 10 BTC, you know, going long, you know, most likely whatever price on the order book that's above you isn't just going to be one 10 BTC clean block from one seller, right? If it was, that would fill in one transaction. Otherwise, what you get is even at individual prices, if there is enough liquidity on the book, 
like the 10 BTC that you have filled may be like, you know, a hundred different transactions from a hundred different sellers that all have various sizes within that fill or uh, that ask price. So there may be like, you know, one person that's selling 0.1 BTC at that price, another person selling one, another person selling 0.001. So all of those together in that one transaction that it feels like you made, it's actually like a hundred transactions in that one click. Yeah, that's, that's a lot, man. <laughs> that's a, I mean, I, I could see where it adds up, you know, uh, like you were just explaining, but God damn, man. Uh, <laughs> million. Wow. <laughs> that's a lot, brother. <laughs> yeah. So after, after Monday, I will have a huge weight off my shoulders. <laughs> fully taken care I love of. How, how you like put accountant as a singular, but it's really like you should have a team of accountants. I've got a, you know, there's a firm or whatever that is working on things, but still. Yeah, you know, I've got to still do my my legwork as well to get them the info they need and help with help with some of the interpretation, identification, that type of stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, even at that, your gifting of NFTs, you've got friggin' hundreds of those you've given away. Well, bro, even the- that, right? Like, you know, I was talking through it. So the gifting of NFTs, I mean... You know, they told me, okay, like that can count as a business expense, right? So even tracking down the gifting of NFTs and going through like the whole collecting all of that and the whole trail behind each one of them and how those are. Anyway, so like a lot of that takes a while as well. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So, yeah. Wild, man. Absolutely wild. But anyway, sorry to, sorry to, you know, I'm. I'm sure I'm the last, you know, the only person on Twitter that has not completed this yet. So, <laughs> hey, I got a question for you guys. Uh, I'm trying out my new AirPods right now. How's the audio sound? Audio sounds great. So clean. Awesome. awesome. Great. I, I, I had somebody tell me, uh, I think it was last week, like every time I go back and you recorded, uh, spaces i always hear this weird clicking noise and i finally figured out what it is it was the wired headphones i have the speaker keeps rubbing up against my beard <laughs> so yeah dude that was that crinkly like crazy sound going on for so long finally after a year i fixed it though. <laughs> let's go oh my goodness man that's amazing and you know there are little things like that that you know, unless you do go back and intentionally listen through a lot of the content again, then it's tough to catch that. Not 100%, man. 110%. So was, 110%. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, little news on our end. Uh, we, uh, on Room 110, and we uh, finalized our lodging for Miami. So, we're booked up. Um, Let's go. I want to put the feeler out there for everybody else who hasn't done it yet. Uh, Spots are looking a little slim, so get on it, people. It's going to be a wild time, man. Have a wonky meetup and all. That's exciting, man. What what uh what part of town do you guys end up going with? Dude, we are in a penthouse in Wynwood. Nice, nice, perfect yeah. area for for that. Two story penthouse, huge balcony. Um, it's literally on top of everything in the art district, so. I think that'll work out pretty well for everybody bro i forget you and uh 
you and baby last year, y'all were staying like a little bit further out, right? I, I think I remember that because you had a little bit more of a commute to get over there. But I mean, you did it like so last second that like everything was already booked, I think, whenever you guys made the decision to go. Yeah, it was a last minute kind of thing. And uh, yeah, we ended up staying like, I think it was North South Beach area and and we were just away from everything, but yeah, doing, oh, actually, doing okay. our North South Beach. You, you guys weren't too far then. Yeah, we weren't too too bad, but um, but yeah, doing it this year, we uh had a lot of planning ahead of time, and uh, I think we're actually going to try to do like a a networking event too. Um, trying to plan out the details on that, but I'll I'll announce that a little bit more as we uh, find out some more information for everybody too. Nice man. Exciting stuff. Um, so, yeah, man, that that's exciting stuff. I mean, I like I I will say just I think the headache that you'll have being in Winwood Winwood versus North South Beach, like because the issue that you were bringing up with the North side of South Beach is not many of the events are on North South Beach, and even though it may be only a few miles away. Like an Uber will still take you 30, 45 minutes to get wherever you yeah. want. And now you know, you're still going to pay, you know, 50 bucks just to try to do that. Right. Because it is so freaking right. congested. I'm hoping I haven't been there since, uh, let's see, I guess April. But, you know, from what I, I can guess and assume, I think they'll still have that construction on this, on the main roads there. And bro, that construction just holds everything up down there. Yeah, and also just trying to get across a bridge, right? I mean, you got South Beach, then you got to go across the bay right there to get to downtown Brickell, uh, Wynwood area, and, and you can literally sit in that traffic for an hour. So I think being centrally located in the Wynwood area is good just for the event type stuff and the vibes too. I mean, got a lot of cool bars, a lot of cool restaurants around there. Um, so I think it'll be a good central location for everybody. Yeah, bro, just the stuff in Wynwood as far as, you know, a daily – what you want to do perspective it's so much better vibes than south beach in my opinion because yeah you can walk to a really cool restaurant really cool bar where i feel like a lot of the stuff that you can walk to on south beach is going to be super super trashy and you know if it's not super trashy it's like 10 times overpriced and crowded oh yeah and staying in north south beach last year not even like directly south beach i mean it was a thousand dollars a night that's you know, for most people cannot do that. And that's, <laughs> well, we actually got a hell of a deal in this penthouse. So we're, uh, we're really amped up about it, man. Allocate some funds to some extracurricular activities. Love it, man. Love it. Um, uh, so cube, are you on the road this week? My man, what's going on? <clears throat> yeah, I'm in, uh, I'm in the office right now. I got a deadline for, no, uh, some work stuff on some prepay. So literally just doing computer stuff. And then I got to make a video for work. So just knocking this out, coming and vibing with you here in uh, Wonktober. And, you know, God getting close to the anniversary and need to start putting some of these other giveaways, some information on that together here. So everybody keep your eyes peeled for the Ledgeart account, what we're going to be firing out here later. Yes, sir. Um, so, the one thing that 
you know, we were talking about yesterday on MySpace, whenever Bogfather came up, that I actually think it's really, you know, important as far as talking about with the songs and with everything, you know, kind of the vision, everything else with it is, you know, the Yuga case that came out recently, right? Like the Yuga case that being is being presented, right? Like basically against ApeCoin, I think the other other side meta, you know, all that type of stuff. It just, you know, really, I think, reemphasizes the importance right now of having, you know, like it just puts into question a lot of the, you know, like the tokenomics that you see with various projects out there. And I don't, I don't want to say that it defeats or kills anything like that, right? Like there's solid projects that, you know, obviously it's going to take time to be able to work through, but, you know, I, I think it goes back to kind of showing some of the inherent value of just having a project that's focused on the art, right? Well, and, and to your point, and I was in part of your spaces when you guys were talking about that. It's not the lemon test. It was, uh, I forget what Howie. I, the Howie test, right? And how it really can truly encompass everything. But you guys kind of hit on it a little bit too, where the stonks, it's really about the community, no roadmap, no, you know, other than the networking opportunity and, and us talking, trading and whatnot over in Discord and on Twitter. Um, there's no inherent liability with the collection and any problems that can come from there. So if it's me, right, you, you and Bog and some of the other people are talking about, it, I think some of these art collections going forward, at least while this Yuga case is going on, um, look pretty damn good right now, right? There, there's a, actually, um, I don't know who did it. I think it was Greenvik um, in our Discord in the meme channel. I don't know if you've seen it lately, Clay. Uh, the memes have been dropping hardcore in the meme channel in the Discord. And uh, they just made a, uh, a really cool meme. It's uh, can't get investigated by the SEC because the art, the charts are the art or something like that. It's a fucking hilarious meme, man. we got to look at it. That's got to be the leader in the clubhouse right now. Clay, we might have to throw more than two or three because there have been some really good memes coming in. <laughs> I'm down, bro. You know, you know I'm down. Um Dude, let's see. I, I actually don't think that I have yet. I need to go over and check it out. Dude, I, I've been so distracted with this. Others, so let's see. Um, but that is a solid one. Uh, I'm excited for you know, still going through this. And you know, for anybody that's listening in here, the memes you have through the end of the month, um, right? So the memes are one of them, and then you know, the other one's actively going on right now, um, is the you know, we're uh, we're giving away three stocks stonks randomly to you know anybody that purchases a stonk this month. You know, so if you purchase one this month, all purchases are basically random. You know, thrown in for I guess you could say a ticket, and you know we'll randomly select a few of those purchases and you know send those wallets an extra stonk um, at the I end put, of the month as well. I pin, pinned it up at the top too, just in case anybody needs to see it. Then. Uh... Yeah, additionally, we're going to be doing some stuff, like we mentioned last week, here for some uh, impromptu Royal Rumble, so have notifications on in the Discord or on Ledge Art, give some stuff away there. Um, and then Kaleo, man, cool on you with the synergy and getting other communities involved as you're a collector and many others, but you're giving some little pudgies away and some frogs, and hell, we're 
Yeah, you're talking about giving away some other stuff. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, we got the list. Um, so, you know, PA will be giving away as well, PA Genesis. Um, you know, giving away a panda. Um, you know, there, there are several other things on that list as well that, you know, we're going to make sure here by the end of the month that, you know, all that stuff as part of the, you know, the Wonktober celebration is given out. Um, so, yeah, be on the lookout. All of that stuff is going to happen. Um, but, yeah, no, it's exciting, man. It's fun to be able to tie all that in. Um, you know, hey, I, so I'm curious for y'all, you know, going into Art Basel, you know, going back to that, sorry for going back, what do you, you know, what are the main things, highlights that you guys are looking for to achieve that week kind of while you're there? You know, what is, what is your focus and kind of intent? Um, and yeah, you know, kind of curious, especially for anybody out there that's in the crowd that, you know, hasn't necessarily committed to anything like that before, you know, what you guys are looking for going into it. Let me jump in. Cause I have to leave and start working. Um, yeah, go for it, man. I just want to say what's up to everybody. I appreciate everybody. Um, thank you to eighties baby for putting together that, uh, the, the daily, um, I don't know what you call it. Everyday reminder of things that happen. It's great. I, I was looking back at it. I wasn't um, engaging too much then. So shame on me, but I'm trying to change that now. Um, and as far as Art Basil, um, Basil, just putting faces to uh, the PFPs and the names and just connecting deeper. I'm so excited for that. Um, and, and being in Miami in December would be really nice too because I'm in the Northeast and escaping winter for a weekend is going to be great so yeah i appreciate y'all love y'all um let's fucking go escaping winter are you telling me it's cold in certain parts of the country right now not now but in december it certainly will be oh yeah 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 you're right like what am i thinking <laughs> December's a little bit of a ways away it will be cold by then Kaleo's so knee-deep in taxes right now, he doesn't even know what season we're in right now. Bro, I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> Being honest, I am. Between that and then, you know, like, heck, I need to scroll through and make sure that she isn't listening. Um, okay, we're good. <laughs> Between that and uh, the girlfriend's birthday stuff this weekend, man, it just, yeah. Um. So happy birthday to the girlfriend, man. Throw some hundreds up for the girlfriend, everyone. Happy birthday. Okay, dude, I will say on the topic of all that, again, I, I'm hopping all over the place right here. Did you guys read about the brown backpack guy drama? From so, the uh, DevCon conference? The so, so hard to keep up with the drama in this space. So fill us in. <laughs> Dude, okay, I, I just was reading through all the threads last night. Basically, this guy, he was near this photo booth area, and, you know, a photographer was telling people to jump during certain pictures, and, you know, this um, group of women at Blue Dow were taking a picture, and they were crouching, and he yelled over to them, you should jump, it'll look better. And they responded back basically like, who are you? And 
ended up leading to this whole escalation of, you know, them feeling like they were um, being attacked by this guy. So they, you know, brought it up to conference organizers and they came over, talked to him. And, you know, like it almost felt like these ladies kind of stalked him for the next couple of days and just posted all this stuff on Twitter. And the guy like ended up having his picture out there from one of the girls that took the picture of him saying that he was being creepy, stalking him and doing this and that. When it really looks like the other way around after multiple people have come out that like, it was kind of the other way around. The girls were almost stalking him, but he got kicked out of multiple parties and events, had people talking behind his, you know, it all just started from this misunderstanding of, you know, during the picture, he was with the photographer throughout the day. And he said like, you know, jump during the picture. And I don't know, it's tough to describe it all, man, but it's just one of those things where it kind of, it kind of makes you realize, okay, even at these type of events, you still have to be careful because you never know what people are going to try to cancel you for and like accuse you of during an event. And, you know, not to say that there aren't threats of people actually being creepy at certain things, but again, it just, you know, I guess in this day and age, you just really have to be extremely careful when you're in person because you never know how people are going to react to the littlest things. Yeah, man, it's unfortunate. I mean, it's, it's like that in every facet of humanity right now, brother. I mean, the cancel culture is real. It's a, it's a metastasizing cancer that just keeps spreading and spreading everywhere. And, um, we're going to end up canceling ourselves into a freaking hole if we're not careful, man. It's like, we are not the arbiters of truth of everybody's life and everybody really needs to bring that in into their true self and, and realize, man, it, there's so much more to this than uh, trying to cancel somebody over something so simple. I mean, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. The thing I'd say it boils back and I learned this lesson being a smart ass little kid from, you know, my teachers at school and, and my parents, but, Think before you speak, think before you act. And especially when and it doesn't necessarily pertain to the story you just told Cleo, but I mean, when posting shit on the internet, eventually that shit can find its way back to you. So you got to be constantly mindful of that. It's unfortunate, you know, that that's where, that's where we're at, but just always be thinking long-term, how's this shit going to age five, 10 years down the road? Well, you know, it's also ripple effects, right? It's like, and have an awareness of what we're doing. I mean, if we're pure intention with whatever we're trying to deliver and somebody doesn't like it, that's their opinion. I mean, that should not stop us from living our life or living our true truth, really. Um, but having a certain level of awareness with the climate, yeah, sure, you can have that. But still, shouldn't check out of who you are as a person just because X, Y, and Z group over here doesn't agree with it or doesn't align with it. Be your true self, man. Let that shit fly. No, I agree with that, man. I, I mean, that's my thing, too. And one of the things that's a little bit more, you know, one of the few factors that's slightly more intimidating about doxing is just the idea that, man, it's much easier. I feel like as soon as your face and everything else is out there for that cancel culture to really start to appropriate itself, you know, Maybe, you know, not necessarily just in Twitter, but like in the outside world as well, right? You know, if you say or do something 
then that type of stuff can carry over. And, you know, again, like that is one of the advantages of being undocks. Obviously, like the bigger the bigger advantage, I think, is OPSEC. But uh, the other stuff still definitely exists. And like, you know, it, it grows more and more as years go on, um, more and more of a potential issue. Well, I mean, what are we talking about here then? Are, are we talking about like appeasing others to to live your own life? Or are you talking about, you know, being free to be yourself? Again, like I mentioned before, I mean, being docs or undocs, I mean, somebody can pull something from my life being docs and they can cancel me or attempt to cancel me or try to give me hell for it. At the end of the day, they don't know my life. They don't know my struggles. They don't know what I've overcome. The same thing for you, the same thing for everybody else. To have that level of awareness that we're all human beings and we're all just trying to walk each other home, man, at the same time. Some of us don't have that level of awareness to really decipher what the conditioning of social mentality is. But as we go along with it and experience a little bit more, we can actually try to just be a little bit more comforting to people. Be a little bit more nice to people. Fuck, man. At the end of the day, you putting that negative energy out there for other people is hindering your evolution itself. So don't get me started on the tangent, though. <laughs> I was going to say, this is deep, man. This, this sounds like uh, some straight Peru stuff. It is, bro. I, 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 and I guess this is a pretty good topic to, to discuss, like, sharing what's on your mind too like we should be allowed to share what's on our mind in a space in a group of people and 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 be accepting of our points of view but also be coachable to the point where we can actually take in other people's points of view and maybe change our way of doing things as well no i agree man i mean yeah like you've got to be you, you've got to have a healthy balance of being confident in who you are and what you're saying, but also being able to take constructive criticism, right? And I think that a lot of people confuse the two, right? Where, you know, again, especially in this day and age, like there are, whenever somebody gives constructive criticism, you know, and obviously like there are ways where, you know, Criticism is just criticism by itself. But, you know, if somebody takes the time to try to present it in a healthy way and, you know, something that is solid feedback that can, you know, make you a better person, better individual, like, you know, you should listen to it. And, you know, I think being able to have the humility to be able to take a step back and listen to that, but also, you know, the confidence in who you are to still be able to, you know, express yourself. Yeah, you've just got to find that healthy balance between the two. Let's do a quick role play real quick, and then we'll move on to a different subject because it's kind of deep. But let's say you're walking down the streets of Miami, Kaleo, and you had just doxxed yourself, and you posted something on Twitter five years ago. You don't even remember what the hell you posted. And somebody just comes up to you, starts verbally attacking you, verbally bashing you. Then a group gets around you, and they're pointing at you saying, this motherfucker this, this motherfucker that. Then you have a whole crowd. How do you handle that as a person? Um, shoot, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to picture this, man. I would probably, 
like if it's just one individual at the beginning you know i'm a pretty chill dude i would like i would have the combo with them and you know try to see what the heck's going on and you know, if they just kept attacking me, I'd try to defuse the situation and be like, well, all right, man, like, you know, I'm just going to keep going this way. I'm sorry. There's obviously nothing I can say to change this for you. Um, and then, you know, like if, if a crowd continues to come after, I'm like, dude, I don't know. Really. I mean, if there's a crowd coming after you because one person was yelling at you, like, that, that's just weird. <laughs> it, it's it, it sounds weird but it happens and that's why i want to do a role play to see like how you would handle that situation because that stuff really does happen in this day and age if somebody doesn't align with somebody that somebody says or agree with a, a specific ideology that they have um they're pretty aggressive and 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 being inside of a real life experience outside of just this, this you know twitter account here it's reality at that point. And these things do happen a lot. Here's, here's my deal, Matt. Like at the end of the day, I am confident in who I am. And, you know, the majority of everything I say, like, I, you know, if it's something I believe I'm unapologetic for it. So, you know, I will sit there and I mean, Hey, like if there are people doing that, I will be confident and, you know, say what I need to back. Like I'm not going to sit there and try to escalate the situation. I wouldn't back down either though i mean but it wouldn't be something where i'd sit there and like try to linger in it you know if it, if it was just looping back in some type of you know escalating manner then it's just not worth putting your time and effort into you know let the people let the people yell and do whatever they want but like that's on them so i don't know that's i mean time and energy buddy you hit the nail on the head with it man you don't have the time and energy to deal with it just Lead with yeah. good love in your heart, and if they don't accept it, eventually maybe we'll pray for them. One day they will accept that love in their life, you know? Yeah, yeah and I think that's the thing, though. Man. Like, if people approached you because you were doxxed in that type of situation in the first place and they came up to you, I almost feel like from anybody's perspective, it would come off as them being the ones that were aggressive approaching you and your privacy. Like, you didn't invite them into that space to begin with. No, 110%, brother. It's just lead with love, man, and, and hope for the best. And, and that's what it is, man. Let's move on to something a little bit more positive, though. What, what, <laughs> we, got, what we got cracking for the weekend? Anybody got some cool plans for the weekend? Or are we just ramping up for this one-year anniversary? Well, since I'm a boomer, you know, at this part of my life, I got a baby shower I have to go to on Saturday. My buddy, who's the best man at my wedding, their first kiddo, so that'll be a that'll be a slobber knocker. Uh, man, then I'm gonna play a golf tournament on Sunday, so I'm gonna booze it up, watch some football Saturday and Sunday, maybe make some sports bets, chill. What's everybody else got going? Nelsonius, what are you doing? Nelsonius dropped down. Oh shit, he did. Well, Sonny has ditched us, man. I, I'm, I'm sad. I'm just messing around. Uh, oh, there he is. The legend's coming back. Cube, who's your favorite uh, football team? Okay, so NFL going Denver Broncos. Wait, uh, not the Chiefs? No, no. Funny, funny story. So, like, you can – I was John Elway for Halloween as a kid growing up, like, three years in a row. 
someday I will reveal those pictures in my true identity. But no, growing up a Chiefs fan, like in Chiefs country, I was always an Elway guy. And then go out, uh, had some family friends. They they had Broncos tickets, so I'd get to go out and watch the Broncos Chiefs every year. So I'm a diehard Denver fan. Russell Wilson uh, has been disappointing this year. But he'll figure his shit out, I'm hoping. But AFC West is so damn competitive. Yeah, I don't know. Then college football, uh, I root for anybody besides the SEC. I just can't stand it. Um, I'm big 12 country guy, K-State grad, so go Wildcats. What about you? Oh, I'm Tampa Bay Buccaneers all day long, baby. Yeah. yeah. You, you know that. <laughs> In college, uh, I'm all about the U, man, University of Miami. Been a U fan since the 80s. The uh, See, I was raised as a Nebraska fan. My parents went to UNL, so there was a good rivalry there between uh, the Huskers and uh, the old U back in the day. Nelsonius, my brother. How you doing, man? We finally got you up here, bro. I'm good. I'm good. I, I, I didn't uh, intentionally ditch you. I'm trying to uh, juggle a couple things, but um... – yeah, things are good. I, I my only plan for this weekend is to try and recover my car. Finally, um, it <laughs> it was stolen like a month ago. It was recovered, but then it was impounded so they could like process it CSI style for like three weeks. Then I got it back, but it was just a total train wreck and now it's been at like the dealership for like two weeks so would you have I, a soup kitchen what's that <laughs> would you have a soup kitchen bro <laughs> 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 that's always one of my biggest fears now sony is, is having my car stolen and then them finding my car like I almost feel like there's part of me, depending on what's in the vehicle, if there's something super sentimental in it that just doesn't want it to be found after it happened. Yeah. I mean, I, it was, um, I mean, I've had a bunch of stuff stolen and it, it, you know, and it's just kind of stuff, but this felt particularly violating because I had it like caught on my home camera. So like, I like, you know, when I can't find my, car in the morning i go out and i see like three guys who are like taking it and and then you know you after saw like, them taking it or no you saw the camera the camera right and uh and so then you know i'm like filling out the police report and all this kind of stuff 10 days go by i'm like mourning the loss of my car um you know taking public transportation to work like most other folks and and then i start looking at new cars right or you know used cars and i'm like getting excited about oh what's gonna be my new car like oh this will be fun etc and then they recover it i'm like all right well what's this gonna be like and you know so i i allowed them to process it because i was like yeah catch these people they're like stealing cars all over the place and uh when i get it back it's like i it just felt so dirty right so it just smelled like just I don't want to say death because bad connotation, but it did not smell good. Right. And the cops, even though they processed it, I'm not sure what they did. So I went in there. There's like, you know, packages of like white shirts. There's bandages. There's like gloves. I found like 
a bag of weed in the uh, in the console, like rolling papers, like all this other stuff, like, and I'm just like, and, and they'd driven it 1,500 miles, right? And so I'm like, something bad went down, right? And the only thing that was sentimental in there, I mean, nothing was sentimental, but they just it, it threw out my two car seats. That was like the personal loss I could claim, right? And so now I'm like, all right, well, we're going to try and like detail this and ozone clean it and all that kind of stuff. But I'm like, I don't know, like, how am I going to feel? I'm like driving this to work and be like, somebody committed a crime in this thing. Did they not uh, total it? I knew a few people who got their cars stolen and if they like find any meth residue or like needles or anything, uh, they total the car and then they both got new cars. Ooh. Um, so I, yeah, I mean, I don't know like what the police found. I don't know if they total it for finding weed, but, um, yeah, I have no idea, but they did not total it. They like, I, after my deductible, I got like $47 back and, uh, and I was like, yeah, what about pain and suffering? What about like, you know, all this stuff. So anyways, that's my weekend. I'm going to recover my Jeep and see if I can wash the stink off my body um but besides that yeah no i i'm like super excited to uh be in miami with a bunch of folks and uh i'm just like something definitely to look forward to um the the last time i was in miami was like seven years ago when i was investigating a cruise ship outbreak uh which again is not remotely as fun as Art Basel's going to be. Yeah. Hey, I've got one other question on, on all this, man. I'm just so, was, was it a hot wire? Like, you know, what, how did they end up, you know, stealing it in the first place? Yes. So this is a good question. And this is like my public service announcement. So, there's like this new thing where they go around, they've got like a scanner and so they can pick up your like RFID on your clicker. Right. So what they do is they go down and they basically, and they can access it from inside your home. So you've got to get a Faraday box, right? Like so that they can't steal your signal. Um, we, we just bought, you know, like 10 bucks on Amazon. Um, but, or you can put it in like a coffee can with, um, like some tinfoil or an Altoids box or whatever. But anyway, so they go and like toss cars every night. They just kind of like open them, look through. And so, you know, I leave all my like, uh, like the side console and stuff like that open so they can see I don't have, you know, any drugs or guns or money in there. But they opened it and my wife had my, but they can't start it, right? So they can get into your car, but my wife, her keys broke. And so she had her physical keys, but my key broke off her keychain. So they opened her car by accessing the RFID inside our home, found my key fob, and then they're like clicking around. And so then they opened my car and they had a car sort of like driving alongside two people tossing cars. They clicked my car, then got in and drove off. That's insanity, man. 
Dude, that is wild. I'm glad I asked about that because I have never heard anything along those lines ever happen. No, yeah, and I was like, I was like, can, first, if they had used this like intelligence for good, they'd like beat cancer or something. But instead, they're going and just like, you know, getting into everybody's cars. And so, you know, you call the police and they're like, yeah, we don't have time for that. Like, you know, there's like 50 or 100 cars stolen every day in Nashville. So there's like, yeah, whatever. Um, but they're like stealing cars all over the place because people leave their keys in their car. Um, but even if you don't do that, they're getting into your car and like sifting around every day, which, you know, isn't great when you get up to go to work and you're like, oh, great. Somebody, you know, wiped a booger on my seat. Have you, have you, I had to come up here because I heard you talking about this. Have you heard about the Kia boys? Yeah. And so, and I I only, I only heard about that because I was looking at buying a Kia and then I was like, yeah, don't get a Kia or a Hyundai dog. Some dude's just going to, some like 15 year old kid's going to steal it with an iPhone charger and just wait, what? Yeah, dude, they've been, they, they, and so here that like the summary, the quick summary is like they, can steal your car with like an iPhone charger because there's some glitch with the Kia and the Hyundai's how they're made the, the internals of the car. And since the the Wisconsin laws, if you're a minor for G for Grand Theft Auto, you only do it's a misdemeanor if you're under the age of 18. So you have like kids stealing like hundreds of cars, and, and if they get caught, they go to jail for two weeks. And like there's a documentary on YouTube if you haven't seen it. Some some guy just like goes out and like finds like yo, do you know where the Kia boys are at? And like they're just stealing cars and just fucking driving like eighty down like a, like a you know like a, just a normal road and like doing like just like they like they wobble they call it like wobbling and they just like take the steering wheel and just like shake it violently and they're like it's insane like you gotta you gotta look up the Kia boys it's just like Milwaukee is like where they're doing it a bunch and it's like it's insane. Well, I. I just am curious right now how they even steal it with a freaking iPhone charger. Yeah. The, the <laughs> best, so people are using, like, remember the stick, like, from the 90s, like, the stick on the wheel? Yeah. Like, people are doing that now. That's the only way to prevent it. Like, they're going back. We're going back, like, 20 years. You're talking about, like, the, the club. club. Yeah. Holy yeah, shit. you need the club now. If you got a Kia or a Hyundai, you need a club. I had a club on my one of my first cars. It was a 1994 Mitsubishi Eclipse. It had no windows on it. It had no uh, locks for the door handle where I could put a key in it. So I always had to put the freaking club on, man. <laughs> Dude, yeah, we're going back in time, man. Don't, yeah. If anyone's prospectively is trying to, trying to buy a Kia or a Hyundai, don't do it. And and especially if you live in Wisconsin, don't do it. Yeah, not only that, but people are also popping air tags on people's cars and like tracking them and shit now too. Dude, the air tag thing, yeah, that could be scary. You know, I've heard that happen with girls where you know they go home from a bar and they've got a random air tag. But the thing is, I think that as long as you have an iPhone, you know, you kind of have an idea of what's happening with that. But it, yeah, I don't like don't have an iPhone. I don't know if it alerts like a Samsung or something. Yeah, if you do have an iPhone, it'll it'll eventually pop up on your phone. This actually just happened to one of my friends. Yeah, the AirTag beeps if you're not nearby. So, I don't know. 
Or maybe, does it beep all the time? Yeah, no, it beeps sure. when you, your iPhone's not near it. So ah. if it's in your back, like, like I have your AirTag in my backpack, yeah. and it beeps. Do you secretly have AirTags on me? I know where you are all the time. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, dude, that's, I don't know, man. There are a lot of things like that out there. I I guess that's why I'm bullish on cars in the metaverse. Um, You know, I I don't think the Kia boys can touch those. You're going to have the Kia hackers. Yeah, have you never played GTA Online, Kalea? (laughs) (laughs) Motherfuckers will steal your shit quick. (laughs) I'm just messing around, dude. Like, I don't know. I You know, it shows you that shit is vulnerable, whether it is online, whether it's physical, whatever it is. But, you know, it's sad. I was talking to somebody recently. I'm not going to disclose their identity. Um, You know, actually, you know, pretty big name. Um, But, you know, they're not crypto native. Um, And they recently just had all of their you know, their wallet completely stolen because they like they were airdropped a pudgy hoodie. Um, and they thought that the pudgy hoodie was their actual pudgy. So they just had their wallet completely wiped out. And I felt so bad. They lost like a mutant, um, you know, some other stuff along with it, but they told me about it and they were like, well, you know, I just saw this pudgy hoodie that I had to claim it. So I went and I claimed it. And then by claiming the pudgy hoodie, they gave access to everybody. So, you know, announcement again, I know everybody in here has, you know, a fairly decent idea of stuff. Like if you see something random pop up in your MetaMask wallet or OpenSea wallet, whatever it is, like, dude, just don't touch it, (laughs) you know, ignore it. If you did not, if you don't remember purchasing it yourself or you don't know exactly who sent it to you and it's from a verified collection, don't touch it. So we actually had a question pop up in the Room 110 Discord uh, yesterday. And I don't know if anyone has a direct answer for this. Is it possible to get your wallet compromised by accepting a WEF offer? Because I know some shady stuff happens on Polygon, and I'm not sure exactly how it happens as well. They'll airdrop like a scam NFT with like a 0.8 WETH offer on it. And by accepting that, WETH on Polygon, um, or whatever it is on Polygon, I've never used the chain. Uh, And somehow by accepting it, you end up compromising your wallet. Is the same thing possible on the Ethereum chain as well? Dude, I think there's just, like, an inherent flaw. I, I feel like maybe it's just, like, being, like, a nascent market, but, you know, where you, you spend more time focusing on scamming than, like, doing stuff. You know what I mean? It's just, like you said, I think, uh, Nelson, you said, like, yeah, this, if they spend as much time, like, you know, instead of, like, trying to, like, steal cars. And, like, I don't know if they're going to cure cancer, but, you know, I think you could use that more the time more positively. But, I mean, I think that's really just maybe chalk it up to being like a being an early market adopter and you got to deal with the bullshit it's like what is it like it's like you're dealing with like trojan horse attacks like you know like back in the day fucking open like junk mail and stuff it's the same thing it's just recycled and now it's you know you you just need to be more 
aware and I, I don't know like what what it takes if you know cybersecurity evolves I don't really understand it that well but I know I, I just don't click on anything and I don't respond to anyone so I think I'm relatively safe but you know they still get brute forced and there's other you can't think about you, you can't you can only like cover so many vectors I guess of attack but you know like I feel like most people don't really the problem is most people don't even do the basics in the space because uh, I think it's the I don't know what the problem is, but, you know, where everyone assumes it can't happen to them. And then when it finally does, they're just like, oh, shit, you know, I should have done X, Y and Z. Um, Right. No, exactly. But I guess more of my question is like, so if I had, you know, let's say I had an ape right in my wallet and someone offered me like one ETH on a wonky stonk, would it theoretically be possible for my wallet to be compromised by accepting that offer on one of my stocks. I don't think it's the, I think it's basically the, the NFT itself. I don't know if accepting the offer, unless you accept some like fake ETH or something. Scammed. I mean, you, I think in those cases, it's a different kind of attack where you're just getting scammed and you sell it for free, basically. You know, if you accept like a fake ETH or something. Right, but, right. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, what, about, think uh, was... what about sending them to your hidden folder? You guys ever do that? Yeah, you can send it to the hidden folder, but, you know, you just have to be careful, you know, not accepting it, sending, like, actually, because sending it to the, the hidden folder, you're not actually interacting, you know, with the, uh, you know, you know, like, you just have to be careful where you're like, well, I don't want this in my wallet anymore. So then you send it to a different burn wallet or something. Because a lot of the times, if you end up sending it to an actual different wallet, you know, then you are, you know, you're doing something or you're signing some type of permissions in the transaction. You can potentially lose your shit. But if you're just, you know, sending it to like the hidden whatever, like you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. The hidden folder, and also, like sending it to a hidden folder is just a front end transaction. So it doesn't affect anything. You're not approving anything. You're not, yeah, you're not signing anything. But I was going to ask another thing too. When you send, le- like, say you have an ape in a ledger and you're sending it to another ledger, <clears throat> like, same, like, let's say, same ledger nano S or X or whatever. Do you have to enable blind signing for that? Because I was confused about that feature that they they put in there shoot man i can't answer that one no (laughs) i don't know from ledger to ledger i'm not sure because i i um i was gonna maybe get a new ledger personally and that's why i was thinking about that and i was wondering like what the complications of sending an nft from cold to cold were I, I don't see, I mean, why it would be different from any other transaction. But, you know, again, I, I haven't done it personally, so I uh, I can't tell you. No, yeah, I just wanted to hop up in space and see if anybody's familiar with that because I was planning on doing that. No, I wish I had, man. I mean, again, there are just so many little things like that. that dude, I feel like a lot of the... A lot of the answers to those questions, you don't learn it until you actually go out and do it. And yeah, I would, I don't know. So it just bugs me because, like, on Ledger, they say the NFT feature is like experimental, and I just, I really don't like that verbiage they use. No, no, yeah, it makes it. 
when you transfer from you know a hot wallet to a ledger, it says like safe transfer from, so you know like what what's you know what's going on. I, I just don't know if it's the same thing from like a ledger to ledger if you have to enable the the blind signing there, or if there's any really any signing to do, and if they're both trusted, I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure. Can anyone explain that blind signing thing? Because I was wondering, like, what if I, because like, what if I connected my ledger to my OpenSea, and then enabled blind signing, and someone just sent me a weed offer for like point one weed, like, w- would that just accept like automatically because the blind signing feature is enabled? That's like what I wanted to know too, because I don't know how many people actually put their ape on cold storage versus just keeping it on MetaMask. Again, bro, I, I, I don't know. I wish I knew. <laughs> I wish I had a better better answer for you. I won't lie. You know, I and I mean this this sounds bad, but I don't really use a ledger and cold storage for most of my uh NFT collection. So um, you know, I think down the road, you know, maybe as I start to collect a few more one of ones, whatever else, like might end up doing that, but you know, at the moment, just haven't really had anything to trigger what I felt like as the need to do it yet. But you know, I definitely, I, I, I think that there is, you know, time and a place where people should be careful for it, especially you know, if you've got something extremely valuable on a wallet that you know you are doing a bunch of interactions with, right? You know, you shouldn't, I, I think, keep those type of NFTs on them. You know, especially if you're doing a bunch of mints, being a complete degenerate, you're just opening the door for a possibility of losing that shit by accepting some type of, you know, signing some type of transaction you didn't even know you gave a permission to. And, you know, that's what we've seen across the board with a bunch of these different quote unquote hacks on different wallets are just people, you know, I don't want to say being greedy. Being greedy is one answer, but, you know, sometimes just being ignorant to what they're signing and you know next thing you know boom it's gone yeah i was like personally if i was using like metamask i would just um i would just not use that laptop like period or that computer i would just set it aside because i'm sure if you log into your email on a separate laptop than your metamask account and you get that phishing email I'm not, I'm not sure and like don't hold me to this but I don't think that would trigger a transaction in your MetaMask account on another desktop or laptop. But I could be wrong. I I'm not sure. <clears throat> I the only reason I'm trying to transfer think- from ledger to ledger is because I just I I'm like paranoid, hyper nervous about like if anybody's like been in my safe. I'm just like one of those guys who's like fucking hyper paranoid. I think there's a tool now that they created to see like whenever everything you sign, like what like what it entails or you know, if it's malicious or not. I forgot the, the name of the fucking tool though, but there's there's something out there. It's pretty simple and I think it's been said a couple of times, just don't click on shit that you have no idea what it is. Like if it appeared in your wallet magically, it's probably not there to make you rich. It's there to fuck you. So just be mindful of what you are doing in this space and what you are connecting your wallets to. Verify, 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 verify. 
and it's easy it, it's much easier to be cognizant in the bear market when everything's moving slower too but definitely something that you need to be hyper aware of during the next bull market too um to not completely wipe out Sorry, I, mean, too, but I was gonna say even when you're moving stuff you always want to make sure you know the check mark or whatever is fine like you always want to like go a little bit deeper and seeing like the transaction history, making sure that's like the actual NFT that you're trying to, you know, transact with. And I'm sure, you know, if you have a lot of one connect collection, like I'm sure a hacker will see that and just try to slip something in there. Um, but it should pop up though, as, as like, you know, you have to approve all for the, that, that one, since it's a separate collection, I don't think you could, they could ever really slip anything in there. That's part, you know, that that would fall into the the original collection but this is something to think about i was in a space the other day and someone was saying how like someone got hacked from their ledger because they figured out like a software to change the address on your physical ledger device to a different wallet address and i thought that was pretty crazy so i don't know how um um how uh what's the word how good they're like actually getting at this to be honest with you because that's pretty scary it's always going to be a competition man it's uh, been going on for a millennia we're just hearing uh technology now and people are just always trying to scam man it's it's a hustle we you know if there's to be on the toes you know if there's one thing I've taken away from this conversation, it is that like I am not going to have a ledger that is, you know, in IKEA either. Like, you know, the combination of both just seems extremely dangerous. So, you know, if you're making those transactions, Bob, find a better place than IKEA to be able to store it. I've got the answer. I just found it, and it's from Phil Hartman, Saturday Night Live, the Chameleon XLE. Has anyone seen that? <laughs> no, but I'm on Google it right now. Probably 90% of the people in this space probably have no idea who Phil Hartman is either. So. Oh, my gosh. Well, I, yeah, maybe Cube, Cube you and me do. But, uh, <laughs> but it's like it is a classic SNL where it's like this piece of shit car so that nobody steals it. And then on the inside, it's a luxury car. It's, it's amazing. Oh my God. I know you're talking about that. I just Googled it. That brought back some memories, man. That's hilarious. That's what like Kanye was trying to do with his clothes, right? Make it so shitty, but the price tag. So it's like rich people troll, but it's like, it makes sense. Like make something so like indistinguishable, but everyone knows how much you actually paid for it. If they have money. Kind of makes sense. If there was one thing, it's like I'm uh, wearing this four thousand dollar Balenciaga trash bag, but it's worth four grand. What are you gonna say, Rooster? Oh, that he dropped. Yep, he rugged himself. I'll bring him back up. Give him one more chance. Mm-hmm. All right, hit him with your question. Rooster, you're up, brother. It's probably going to be something bacon-related. 
<laughs> or he's on that new bagel sandwich t- tip right now, man. Yeah, I saw Kalachi for the first time at like a coffee shop, at some hipster coffee shop. Um, last week you, actually, I just thought about it. Finally, is it? Yeah. Texas Kalachi, though, or the huge? No, it, I don't know what it was. I have a. Did I take a picture of it? It was just like a. It was. I don't know if it was a standard one or not. I don't even know what a standard kolache is at this point. But <laughs> I mean, what was inside of it? Um. Oh, Texas style kolaches: light, airy, fluffy buns surrounding delicious, savory fillings like scr- scrambled eggs, bacon, spinach, and more. And they call it a Texas style kolache. Yeah. <laughs> It's awesome. Um, I mean, that sounds it. Like, the question is, are they any good or not? I've been to some places that, like, you know, the bread does not feel light, airy, fluffy. You're like, oh, yeah, this just isn't it. Yeah, they weren't serving them at that time. They stopped at, like, noon, and I was, like, 3.30, and I was grabbing a coffee. But I got to get there early enough. I feel like Adam Sandler when he gets to the McDonald's and Big Daddy. It's like, what What do you mean you don't serve these? But three thirty is a little ridiculous, though. I feel like that's... The best kolaches come from, like, a mom-and-a-pop shop in, like, uh, maybe a two-business-type plaza next to a gas station in Texas. Those are always the best. They always have fresh donuts and fresh kolaches, and you'll never expect it, but they are the most fire. Yo, what's a kolache? The fuck? Never dude, heard it's of this. wild, uh, dude. I'm from the Midwest, bro. I've never heard of this shit, man. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, here we go again. Okay, basically, man, it's just like a dinner roll, um, stuffed with, you know, like Bogfather was talking about, um, you know, breakfast. So, like, you know, bacon, egg, cheese, bacon, egg, sausage. Um, you know, you could have. Heck, just sausage and cheese. You know, you could have uh, sausage, jalapeno, and brisket egg and cheese, spinach, egg and cheese. Um, You know, I mean, heck, there are some sweet kolaches that officially are kolaches as well. um, You know, that have jam or whatever else in them. But I, I almost like, I don't know, man. Those feel kind of like more like a donut to me than a kolache. I, I like when I picture kolache, I picture savory. Dude, I, I don't know how I'm this old and have never heard that food oh, before. Yeah, that's hilarious. You know, you know, like sausage and gravy. You know, that's another great flavor. So it's like a pierogi kind of, but like a breakfast sandwich pierogi. I don't even know what a pierogi is, bro. It's like, yeah, what I, I'm not, I'm not, yeah. Pierogi? The only, I mean, I'm not Polish. I'm not Polish, but like a lot of people from my town are, or my hometown were. So that's like a Polish, like croissant filled with like it's like a polish what, hot pocket yeah yeah exactly dude it's like a polish hot pocket bro, I looked it up. A pierogi looks, <laughs> no bro a pierogi looks like a freaking um oh what do you call them from the asian restaurants uh not a wonton. dumpling dumpling yeah it looks like a dumpling yeah yeah no for sure it does those are pretty good pierogies uh, don't really have mashed potatoes inside of them by the way which is kind yeah. of yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, that is not a kolache. Uh, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> or we need to start naming these spaces kolache spaces, man. I feel like we always bring up a kolache every once in a while. I'll uh, I'll work on getting a kolache factory up here one week. 
collection, collection NFT. <laughs> Not a rare clear, collection but... of 3,000 kalachis on the blockchain. What you were saying earlier before I kept getting rugged by uh, my complex calling me. Uh, if I don't know if it's just me, but if there's one thing that uh, I got from this conversation as well, uh, in line with yours, is uh, you also won't get scammed if you just hang back and buy wonky stonks and just keep your activity Let's to that. Let's go. All right, baby. Speaking about wonkies, man, listen, well, let's talk about this for a second. For the past couple weeks, I've been sitting here, like, going through Twitter, trying to find stuff that is, like, important memories to me. And hopefully that'll be important memories to the people that I'm tweeting it out to, this family, this wonky family. Like, going through this and seeing the evolution of where we started. I remember hopping on my first freaking space with Kaleo and this this small family. And now here we are, man. A year later, we've accomplished so much. We are, we are the OG stealth mint free generative art project. Like it is a beautiful, beautiful accomplishment. What we have done together, the vibes we have shared. And I get goosebumps because I would have never, ever, ever imagined. And I'm sure every single one of you too, never would have imagined here we are a year later, just growing together. Living this beautiful experience together. That was beautiful. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I, I mean, I agree completely with you, right? You know, I never envisioned this to, you know, uh, I guess grow and evolve into what it's become today. I mean, heck, even going into it at the beginning, it just completely pure experimental drop to be able to, you know. I guess bring a lot a new audience into NFTs that really hadn't experienced it before. But you know, the plan the entire time was just the vibes with it. And you know, hey, the fact that we're still here and the fact that we're still going, you know, like it, it's really cool, man. Just to see, like you said, the growth in everybody in this community and you know, persistence. Uh, you know, even when the market conditions right now aren't what they were a year ago it's just one of those things where it's like you know the persistence and the desire to continue to grow you know in all aspects of this space has been something really encouraging to to you know to watch and inspiring too i definitely want to encourage everybody to like if you've been in this project for you know since the beginning since a minute or if you're still new here go through the ledger twitter account Go through your own Twitter account, see the Discord, go do a search. You want to know what the history of 661 is? Go search bar in the Discord. You'll see all the vibes from last year. You want to see what we've accomplished? Go in there. Feel it. Ingest it in. Like, really, really take it home because this is history that has been made this year. And you have all been a part of it. And to reflect on that history to where we're at now, it, 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 it'll, it'll light a fire inside of you. So I definitely encourage that, man. Yeah, man. And, you know, like, that's what it's all about. You've got to be cognizant to be able to go back and, you know, not just 
you know, I, I think to be able to continue to grow healthily, you know, doing what you're doing and going back and remembering where you uh, came from and kind of how it started and studying that process is a, a huge part of that. Oh, 110%, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's like that for everything we do in life, every experience we've ever been, it's always good to, to reel in that past and, and to really take that growth and to find the lessons, find the vibes, find the fun that you had and really, really, you know, put that into practice for the future because that's all fuel for your future to keep evolving. Love you guys. Love all of you guys, girls, the whole wonky family. We'll vibe a little harder the next Wednesday for sure. We'll talk about all this. Yeah, y'all. So, unfortunately, I got to go ahead and close out the space here. But, you know, be on the lookout for this next week. This next Wednesday is the, um, I'm sorry, the one-year anniversary for doing a space then. And, you know, I I am going to make this poker tournament happen. Got to figure it out. Um, I like it, it has to happen. So, um, yeah, that will also be going down next week as well. Be on the lookout. Um, yeah, yeah love you guys. Appreciate having having all y'all up here. Kaleo, real quick, uh, I can I can easily set up the poker tournament um, and have it ready for when everybody wants to play. Just make an announcement uh, with the time. You have the largest reach. Um, and then, yeah, I can, I can set it all up when it needs to be done and take care of that. All right. Do we want to decide on it right now? Should we? Yeah. Let's make a, a date and time right now. Um, okay. Here's the question. Rooster, with the way that you've done this in the past, these typically take what not, like how many hours to resolve? Um, I mean, I can, I can just manually set that with, uh, increasing blinds, um, depending on how many, uh, players we think we're going to have, uh, just by the blind increase. But the way that I've been playing mostly, um, winners take typically about an hour and a half to two hours. I say like one of my AirPods just dropped. You can't find where it went, but I say that we shoot for, you know, Wednesday before Slash leading into the sp- uh, the uh, space. What time is the space on Wednesday? Noon, I think we said. Or so we can do that. noon Eastern. We could do a little bit later than that if that's too. You know. Hmm. Uh, I'd say um, space is at noon Eastern, so it's ten a.m. my time. Uh, we can start it at the same time. We can start the we can start the game, you know, thirty minutes into the space as well, and uh, give everyone a last reminder. Um, for that. I like that. Yeah, so the space can kind of be the kickoff for it. Of hey, this is starting, and you know, we can even have people commentating on it as we uh, as we get going with it. Yeah, live. Uh, yeah, I love action that. plays. Yeah, it'll be awesome. Uh, question right. is this something we want to make folders only or uh, a large outreach you know i i'm almost leaning i'm okay with either but i'm almost leaning toward a larger outreach just because you know when you're looking at it you know i i think it'd be fun to be able to expand the competition be able to bring other people in and kind of just celebrate across everywhere but 
you know, if we want to do it holders only, or heck, if we want to do multiple and do a holders only one also, you know, we can do that too. It's whatever. Um, you know, I'll let y'all, I'll let y'all vote on that. Yeah, I think, I mean, I, I'm okay with either. There is just a, you know, a, a layer of security when it comes to people trying to multi-account, but I don't think that that will be really, shouldn't be really an issue, but I'll try and just circumvent that by anyone who wants to join just has to like, you know, message me and the general message and the stonks that they've like requested to join and then I can Perfect. accept them. Love it, man. Um, I like it. You know what? Yeah, screw it. Let's just make it holders only. That'll make it easy for you. Holders only. Sounds good. Yes. Yeah, so and uh, if, if anyone wants couple... to play poker, go get you a stonk right now. I was going to say, too, Rooster, um, are, do we need to make a channel, or are we just going to do it in the Discord, or how, how, how's that going to go? Hello. No, yeah, we'll we'll just uh, make an announcement okay. for the date and time in the Discord, um, okay. and just, yeah, keep all the information in the Discord. Awesome. And, uh, Kay, whenever you get a couple uh, hour or couple minutes free um, next couple of days, check uh, the mods channel, if you don't mind. Will do. All right, brother. All Later, right. guys. Later, fam. Later, guys. Enjoy the weekend. Later, guys.